welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking, and join in on the conversation. Hey, we're live! Live Hello. and it's Friday night. Welcome! Welcome Hi, to buddy. the cold show. How's it going, everyone? How you doing? Awesome. So, yes, Sandra. Hey. How are you? Okay. Good. How's it going, friends? Good. How's everyone doing? Uh, we are the Colt Show, and we are here live on a Friday night. Because you know what they say: Friday, Friday. I gotta get down on Friday. So <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> Didn't someone say that? I've I've heard that said once or twice. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. And then you get up and you have to go get your cereal and (laughs) go to school. I don't know. It's a song. I think it's a song. And we have fun, fun, fun. Fun, fun. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Sounds like a bomb. We are definitely getting down tonight. (laughs) We are. Yeah. So we are, yes, we are uh, the Colt Show Live because, again, we are on a lockdown. Therefore, we're coming to you from our living room and or basements offices attics wherever we are so uh, castle turrets dungeon right <laughs> i forgot you guys had your castle right now so <laughs> swamp um, shanty <laughs> yeah. i think you're the one with the castle neil <laughs> uh, that's right i'm sorry I those forgot. look distinctly like royal blinds behind you <laughs> they are very royal yeah royal, my, my royal blinds yeah, you can't dusted by my royal <laughs> servants yes <laughs> But the skeleton army that yes, exactly. Right. They also does. Please go back and check out our Texas Chansa episode <laughs> for more information. I have some conspiracy about, theories about Neil. Oh, uh, those were fun times. It was a lot of fun. So now. yeah. So Sandra, how are you? I hear you have a little little uh, crick in your back. Yes, I'm still injured. I'm still walking like C3PO, which is unfortunate. But you know, trying to stretch it out. I'm on the good. I'm on the good drugs. Mm. <laughs> what can uh, you do? Yeah. Hey, Caleb yeah. and I both also have back issues, so we sympathize dearly. We yes, very much like, so. So we're sorry. Car accidents and crazy shit, and it fucks up your body sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mine's from being an old man. I don't. Know. <laughs> At least you have a reason for it. Yeah, I know. I know. This is just from decrepitness. Yeah, I pretty suffer much from general decrepity. Yeah, that's just like, you know, I'm as old and craggedy. So, oh, there you go. You're not Arr. craggedy or... Arr, I'm craggedy. <laughs> okay, maybe you're craggedy, craggedy, but you're not old. Is that even a word? I think, I mean, you could be crotchety. Crotchety. Cranky. Cranky. Cranky, so it's crock. Yeah, crotchety and cranky. Cavernous. Cavernous, yes. I'm definitely cavernous. <laughs> there is an echo inside of me. <laughs> Caloric. <laughs> All the above. Castrated. <laughs> this is a fun. Yeah, day. keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Warmer. We're gonna dissect it. What my know. issues are? Why are they all c-words though? <laughs> That's part of the fun. <laughs> it is. Caleb, how what are you? you? Yeah, what, how are you? What are you guys drinking? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, today I am doing a bourbon and ginger. 
Ooh. Oh, nice. He yeah. looks fancy. Very, very refreshing. So, so normally good. I would put some lime in there too, but I, you know. Oh, I have some lime here. I'll just, I, I'll just, I'll just pass it to you this way. Thank you. Way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sandra, because of your pills, you're still just doing sparkly water and fruit and fruit. Still, right. fight, still fighting off the scurvy. <laughs> it's important. Hey, you know what? You can't you can't get down in this game for one second. Well, of, I mean, yeah. if you had your back went out and you had scurvy, you just Fuck. that's my whole done. day. Yeah. That's my whole day. You're, You're through. through. Yeah. So, yeah. Whole day. Right. So I've got uh I'm doing a Jack and Coke in my large <laughs> my Freddy Krueger mug. It's really nice. it's, it's huge. It's huge. Oh. So huge I don't want to run out, so I figure I'll just pack it in. So okay. So cheers, guys. Right. Happy Friday. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Ah, all right. We're back. It's good to be here. I'm so happy to see you guys. I don't I'm get to see you anymore. It makes me cry. I miss you guys. I miss the audience. I miss the people that come to the cult film series. I miss everyone. I know. So well. with us right now, we do have Michael. Hello, Michael. We love you, <gasps> Hi, Michael. Michael. And we've got Louis. <gasps> what up, Louis? And we have Miss Movie Buff. So do we know who that is? No, but I love your name. Oh, uh, that's that, a great name. It might be Laura. That might be Laura, maybe. If that's you, Laura, say hi. Let me yeah. know. Let us know. <laughs> Don't just let me know. Don't just let him know. Let us all know. <laughs> that's a great name. That's a, that's a killer name. Yes, like let that. us all know. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, what's going on? Any, any news? Anything to report? This week, um, j- just my spine being out of <laughs> alignment. That's really that's that's, that's really a big thing. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a new episode of Spooky Summer Party podcast okay. up. You can go listen to that. New episode of Chandra Junkies next week. So you're busy. I you're did. staying busy. Yeah, you're always so busy. So Good. busy. And I, I don't want to talk about it now. We should talk about it some other time. But I did watch Tigers and Not Afraid. Oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So did you guys watch that seventh or that next episode of Tiger King, The Tiger King and I? Yeah. No, I haven't yet. I heard it was a little disappointing. Yeah. I'll watch it at some point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it. It was just him. Uh, like Joe McHale interviewing the different people yes. who were in it, but I mean, I don't know. It's it was kind of depressing. I don't care what you thought because basically they all like, you know, they all they're all like Joe Exotic was a scumbag and he was right. you know this deserves and that. to be where he is, which we all kind of knew anyway. Which we all kind of knew, yeah. yeah um, I was in it more for well, not only the characters, if you say, but like the compelling, the mystery and like this weird subculture and what the fuck was going on. So right. I'm like, do I need? Do I need? Do I need? We need to see. Yeah. No, and and it just seems like they all kind of. I don't know. I, none of them seem very happy. Still. Yeah. Uh, seriously. You know, and of course they didn't interview Carol, and they didn't interview the the doctor guy, and um. So. Anyway, Doctor Colt, leader guy. Doctor, yeah. yeah. Well, he was smart. He's like, I'm not going yeah. back on that. Right. <laughs> like, Fuck you. So. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so at some point in the future, we got to talk about Tigers Are Not Afraid. So okay. if you, did you like, Lisa, that, did you like it? I loved it. Okay, it was a great film, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So like people at home, if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Tigers Are yeah. Not Afraid. I did watch The Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. 
I did watch that. You didn't tell me? You're so, telling me now? I'm telling you now. I'm sure telling it now. Break, breaking news, Sandra. Breaking news. What did you think? Uh, you know what? I didn't like it as much as you. Um, I, you know, when you were saying spaghetti western, like I was really expecting like just some like sudden like genre changes or to be more overt and or maybe even fun in a way. Um, and to me, like yeah, it had like the music, uh, uh, you know, of a spaghetti western, and I guess I think the clothes. One of the characters maybe even one point was wearing something kind of like a. The dramatic takes, the kind of a little bit of melodrama. A little bit, I guess. But I mean, you know, I don't want to bore everyone (laughs) with my, you know, whatever thoughts. But I mean, um, it was I thought I thought it was okay. I enjoyed it. And there were some certain parts I liked more than others. But I can't say that it's going to be in my top vampire film. So for sure. So is this this payback for? Payback for Fright Night. Well, I, I'm going to say that I don't. I don't. It is not because Shots if I fired. found something. No, no, if I found something that I loved, fired. I would say I loved it. So you would. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know yeah, you would. You know, we, Neil, we like Neil likes what he likes. Time. Just, yeah. just like everybody. No, you well, maybe like you, when it, you maybe like you need you to like, like think. Maybe you need to like let it sink in a little bit. <laughs> maybe. Live with but it. what yeah. I do, if you recommend something, I watch it. It isn't like I say, nah, I'm not going to do that. So, you know. Yeah, I did watch it. I'm glad you watched it. It's an it's an important thing in horror history in the analogs of horror. Okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of the vampire films, the one thing I was thinking about that I can't believe. So if I had prepared better <laughs> for the, for my list, I'll be yes. honest, because yes. we forgot some really major titles that didn't even, we didn't even talk about. Ooh. Oh, there goes Sam. I dropped you. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There she goes. I'm so shocked. I flipped. I flipped my wig. <laughs> I know. Very good. Um, so I guess the only thing I'm ta- I'm thinking of, we, like real quick, we didn't talk about the George Romero film Martin, which is a no. you know huge vampire flick. Uh, the Hunger, David Bowie film, Near Dark, that, yeah. Catherine Bigelow. I mean, all really influential vampire films. We didn't even talk about. So I feel kind well, of ashamed. Yeah. I'll well, okay. Here's, so, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I let everybody know. I freaking love vampire movies and it was right. hard for me to narrow it down to my personal 10 so this shame is on y'all oh i'm not saying i don't take any i take a lot of shame for that I, i'm saying if i had prepared better i apologize to everyone out there that i did not oh, defend I again <laughs> oh god ah! oh, oh. technical difficulties so caleb <laughs> <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, and I would say I have no shame whatsoever because I haven't seen any of those movies oh, that you just mentioned. So, yeah, I stand I by my I stand by my three. <laughs> <laughs> understood. <Yeah>. Understood. <laughs> I get it. It's like I'm living there. It's like I'm in an earthquake. Sandra's like, yeah, I know. Can you hear me though? Yes. Yeah. Send help. Can you hear us? You keep yes. slipping. What's going on there? <laughs> Technical difficulties. Man. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Lewis agrees. Hunger. And uh, I love hunger. Martin, good one. So I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I let you yeah. all down. I apologize. <laughs> well, I it's feel okay bad. because your personal favorites are your personal favorites. They don't have to be benchmark films. No, they're just. But these yeah. are, I should have mentioned these. You know what I mean? Because they are good vampire classic films. I should have. I should have just mentioned at least. 
like Sandra, you're picking Underworld instead of freaking Martin. Are you nuts? You're, you know, or something. I mean, I Near Dark. That was, that was female directed right. horror. Near Dark. Like female Dar- directed horror. I like Near Dark. I'm ashamed of you. I <laughs> God like, damn it, future oh <laughs> I. I miss teasing. I love you. I love you. I liked it. I like so many. It's so hard for me. I love vampire movies. This love is really vampires. heavy, by the way. It's like we're getting a workout. It looks really fucking heavy. Thanks for interrupting me. Please continue. I thought you were just gonna throw your throw your iPad back anyway. So <laughs> I'm gonna ignore oh, you for you're the mad? rest of the show. <laughs> Please continue. I apologize. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Okay. And I was just defending myself that I love vampire movies. I told you guys then it was hard for me to even pick 10. I love so many. I don't know, man. We could do another like three hours of vampire movies, but we probably shouldn't. We no. Should, we should probably cap it. I, I agree. Quit, <laughs> All we of that we talk about. <laughs> no, what's funny is I got so much feedback from that episode of people being like, can't believe Caleb and Neil don't know that like you're either a vampire or a werewolf. Like everybody knows that. Obviously, everyone doesn't. <laughs> yeah, there was two people that didn't know that. I mean, how dare and you take like, me out of? <laughs> everybody. I know, and I told everybody, I was like, I know, right? I can't believe it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't I'm know. sorry. I mean, I've just never heard that before. Vampire werewolf. Maybe you have to why, grow. Why, in, why uh, not? Why not ghost or? You know, zombie. Also, well, why, they why don't does have it, a fable. Why does it only have to be those two? Because that's just one of it's just one of those things, like pirates versus ninjas. Which I've also well, pirates versus ninjas. Heard. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Are you guys for real right now? Why not cowboys versus samurai? <laughs> Actually, that might be one. Um, no, uh, I just pulled versus- that out of my ass. Pirates versus ninjas is another one. These are like, I don't know, like for, I don't know, probably maybe 10, 15 years ago on the internet. These were like the debates everybody was like engaging in, like on social media stuff. Like you're either a pirate or you're a ninja. Well, well, there you go. I'm not going in. That's not what I'm going to engage on. (laughs) Use the computer to to engage on. Well, that was back in chat right, I'm sure you only use the computer for like intellectual pursuits. No, porn, but you know. That's my case. Anyway, I'm just saying these things are known. Okay. Okay. And I'm just saying, not by me. You shouldn't shame me for not knowing. I can't hear something. you, Caleb. Your audio is cutting out. Hey, Scott. Scott. <laughs> do we do we do we have a guest on, Scott? <laughs> oh. Hey. Hey. Vinny. I thought there was a knock at our door. Hi, how you doing? Hey, Vinny's knocking on our door. Hey, Vinny, (laughs) Vinny, bust the pharaoh. How are you? Hi, Neil. Hi, Caleb. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Scott. Welcome. How are you? Welcome to my living room here. I'm hanging out. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for having us. It is. Yeah. So, So... yeah, Vinny, welcome to our lockdown look-in, where we just kind of take a little peer inside the world of some industry professionals and see what the heck it is you guys are doing while you're locked down. Yeah. So, 
How are you? What you been yeah. what you been eating? What you been watching? What the heck are you doing? <laughs> okay, so let me spin it backwards. I've gained nine pounds. Okay. And I'm a okay. good chef. So I've been Ooh. cooking my ass off. And then I live with my two adult sons. So in a family of four, like if I make something that weighs like eight pounds, I think, oh, this is going to last a week. Like when you were in college, you cut it in pieces and save. No, no. We destroy that shit. And then we get up in the morning. Like, like for me, I do a 2 a.m. run and then I destroy what's left over. Oh, my God. Wow. Has been, that, that's uh, early. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lockdown for me has been uh, cooking, eating, uh, watching a lot of movies. I, I mentioned to uh, uh, Neil that I am a judge at an international Italian film festival, and they sent me over over 40 movies to watch about 18 or. No, more like. 30 shorts and five to seven, something like that, uh, feature length. So last night I wow. stayed up late knocking off the shorts. Yeah. Okay. That's a then, lot. Yeah, it is. It was fun. And then for my own viewing, I, um, I, I'm knocking off old anthologies. Like I went from, you know, Star Wars 1 through everything. And then I did <laughs> Back to the Future 1, 2, 3, Indiana Jones 1, 2, 3, and then later mm-hmm. 4. Uh Stuff like that. That's okay. awesome. Yeah. What about Lord of the Rings? You can do Lord of the Rings. That's next. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, I'm ahead of the game. Okay, <laughs> the, I can't wait. The, to the, theatrical That's cut next. or extended cuts? A good six <laughs> hours giving away more. So yeah, hey, Vinny, Vinny, didn't you also do the Friday the Thirteenth franchise? You said I what? Now what are you talking about? <laughs> Didn't Did you, you watch, watch all the, of them? Didn't you watch all of Friday the 13th films? I watched most of them, but what I'm into now is I'm streaming a couple of shows on TV that I really like. And, of course, you've heard of Westworld. I'm really into it. I hear I, good things. I haven't watched I, it. I, I, I zoomed through The Outsiders because uh, I love the way those things are released. They just drop them all eight episodes. Yes. You just sit there and... Uh, whereas yep. Westworld, I'm waiting week to week. And then there's another series on, this is going to segue me into my other stuff. Uh, there's another series on um, HBO called My Brilliant Friend. And they're based on novels by a woman named Eleanor Ferranti. And oh, she's, yeah. There you go. There you go. The, mm-hmm. the chick gets it. Yes. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard huge things about that. Huge yes. things so about that. The, the, the novels are beloved. Yeah, and the book is good too. The yeah. books, the books are good, and uh, that's funny because the last books I was, uh, I, books I was, the last books I, bunch of books I read was uh, by Stephen Hunter, and they're all the Bob Lee Swagger books, which are all like rough and tumble ex-military guys kicking ass in different countries. Right, 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 right. So it's totally different. That I want to show you all because in between I got dressed for you, oh, and then well, thank you. And then uh, I realized in this shot you're not going to see anything. So I have on my necklace. Was it? it? That's it. A uh, chrome Jason mask. Oh, right? love it! Back way up, and I want you to see this shirt. <laughs> it's a Jason shirt that says "No Lives Matter." 
Love it. Okay. Love nice. it. <laughs> and now you're well wearing that done. shirt. You're wearing that shirt because Vinny, of course, you have the iconic role of Deputy Rick Cologne from Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Yes, I do. Which, uh, that was a, a, a role I remember for me very well as a kid growing up because I used yeah. to always copy your your signature line which i'll let you say i, I won't say it yeah, yeah, but yeah. i used to okay. say that all the time Maybe we'll say that later but yeah okay later we'll say it later <laughs> gotta, but, gotta keep them waiting yeah keep them waiting but so Vinny, uh Vinny, you have a jennifer uh jimenez says hello oh okay now hmm help me <laughs> Is that but, somebody I would know? Did I meet her in Tampa? Is that an? You know, I don't know, but she just said hi, Vinny, on the on the hi, comments. So hi, I'm guessing. Jennifer, how are you she, doing? I wish I could see your face, so I would know who you are. Right. And I'm glad you know who I am. You know, yeah. You know something, guys. Uh, you guys here on the show. Uh, when I did that Tampa show down there, it ended up being a four day horror con, and it was over Halloween weekend. So oh, the 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 costumes were outrageous. And there were thousands and th- I mean, almost like, I don't know, 70,000, maybe 100,000 people came through the door in four right. days. And wow. we, as a cast of Friday the 13th, part six, there were six of us there, plus C.J. Graham. I mean, he's a cast, too, but he gets his own booth. He gets his own your pedestal, <laughs> he's yeah. He's the next yeah. level. Yeah. But uh, we, were, we were cool. Tom Matthews, myself, Darcy DeMoss. Tom Fridley, um, thinking there was one other person there. Oh, my God, forgive me. But anyway, there were six of us at one table. Oh, my wife. Your wife. I'm about to say, should your wife have been there? Cynthia Kenya, she hadn't done any cons before, and she played the role of Annette in Friday the 13th. (laughs) Friday the 13th, part six, she played the role of Annette. She was in the movie for 40 seconds, but she's making out with somebody, and then she hops on a motor scooter, and Jason skewers them. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That was a double right. kill. Yeah. That was, was a, that was a twofer. <laughs> a twofer, yeah. yeah. A twofer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the reason that was really cool is because we came back from location shooting, you know, we shot the whole movie, and I didn't know this at that time before they became really stiff stiff asses, Paramount wanted, uh, they had this formula. They wanted one kill per five minutes. Not one every five minutes, but one per five. Per five minutes. And we had a 91-minute movie, so they needed 18 kills, and we came back with 16. So the director calls me up, and he says, Ben, I need somebody to help me out. Do you think your wife would like to get killed? (laughs) I said, in the movie? Yes, of course, because actors are all whores. And we all jumped <laughs> on the fucking opportunity to do that. Yeah. And we shot it up in the, uh, Griffith Park here, which is a very woods oh, yeah? area. Okay. Matched up with uh, the location in Atlanta that we had. So that, that's wow. one of the stories related to that. So, that. so that whole moped bicycle scene wasn't even in the original script. That was added after. It was added after. But it tied Tom liked it because it tied into the drunk guy, the grave digger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where he gives him that line right into camera. Some people got a weird sense of entertainment or something like that. (laughs) And and, uh, 
And uh, then he gets in that scene, he's drinking, blah, blah, blah. And then he kills, uh, he gets killed by Jason with the bottle. The bottle. Throat, and right yep. after that, Jason skewers these two teenagers. I love so. it. I love it. <laughs> wow. This is great. Little yeah. shish kebab. Yeah. Shish kebab. Yeah. Got to get those and extra they, kills And they both had the, they had the blood in their mouth for the easy, <laughs> put yeah. the blood out, scene done. Big, so. yeah, but big like. Like a, something like a, a Tide Pod, <laughs> you know, full of blood. Yes. So acting like, oh, well, honey, I love you. <laughs> and then bang, Sploosh. Uh, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Nice. That's a great idea. story. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, what the hell? Awesome. So, where did you guys film where, where, um, for your stuff? You, you said Atlanta. Well, it was all done in a uh, an historic town called Covington, Georgia, Georgia, which has now become famous because I think they've shot four or five other series there, like Heat of the Night and a couple of other things that were shot there because it's historic looking. And so all the buildings in this little downtown area, which are about, you know, it's like a block and a half long, but it looks ancient. Mm-hmm. And we were actually shooting in... Uh, I think it was an old library that we encumbered and we took over the space and built the set in there. I could be wrong. It could have been an actual sheriff station, but, you know, I'm a fool. I bought it because the set was so cool. (laughs) That's cool. Nice. Yeah. And you're basically, you're the the one main character in our Friday the 13th film that never actually dies. I'm the one main adult that never dies. Adult. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There might have been a couple of teens along the way, although Jason <laughs> loves them. He kills them like crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're first to go. Yeah. But for a grown up, I was um, not killed. And uh, you want to hear the story? Yes. Okay. Of course. So, uh, there's a scene where, you know, where he says, um, now let me bring you back to the movie. Jason and Tommy duped me, and they end up throwing me in the jail cell. Right. I don't know if you remember that. And then they scoot off in their Camaro and they, you know, they go and do everything else. Megan, the girl Megan. Yeah. Yeah. But they cut back. What Tom did is he cut back to the jail cell and he has me in there screaming. I swear to God, it was so much fun. I lost my voice. But I was up there pulling, banging, yelling, help me, help me. And then there's a, a sound like a boom. And my look goes from like being frenetic to... <laughs> How was that? That was good. That was good. <laughs> Give me and chills. Then, and then you hear a door creaking open, and the inference is that Jason's come back to polish me off too, but they never did that. Mm. So that leaves Rick Cologne to come back to life. Uh, in now, if you will let me go there, if you want to talk about Friday the Thirteenth, the main one, I'm cool because I love. No, that. go ahead. Segue. Yeah. But it segued me. Um, there's a writer uh, named Vincente DeSanti who, boy, this is a longer story. So anyway, <laughs> wait a second. Let me think now. You, you wanted me to have a drink while I'm doing this, and now I'm forgetting my shit. Yeah, that was our bad. Uh, yeah, I forgot what the other story was, so forget it. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I like this story. Yeah, so, so we were going. Um, Rick. Oh, here's what he did. 
this is brilliant. You know, the way these new young filmmakers are working. So I don't know the full story behind it, but I think he had a feature length film uh, and uh, it couldn't be bought or sold or whatever because of Paramount with the stick up their ass again. So they, um, uh, he cut it into segments and decided to make three fan films. Now, this is a new phenomenon for me, but he did it very successfully. And his first movie, Never Hike Alone, which is available on YouTube, the whole version of it, it's about 53 minutes long, something like that, uh, uh, has over a million views. Nice. And that bode well for him getting the go-ahead to do a prequel to that. And the prequel is called Never Hike in the Snow. And once again, it's part of now what we call the Never Hike series. <laughs> and in this Never Hike, so in Never Hike Alone, the first one that he did that I'm not in, so I'm not talking about it too much. The character of Jason appears and does some fucking gnarly shit. So then, in Never Hike in the Snow, the one uh, I just shot with him, uh, I don't want to give too much away because Vinny will kill me, but <laughs> not this Vinny, the other Vinny. Uh, but yeah, some characters reappear that Friday the 13th Part 6 fans will like. And one of those characters is the illustrious Rick Cologne, 30 years later, still <gasps> now the sheriff. Now I'm Sheriff Rick Cologne, and and I'm taking care of the town of Crystal Lake or whatever it was called in the last movie. Yeah. Uh, And um, it's it's a pretty exciting film because the production value in this was just outstanding. I had mentioned to one of you I was speaking to not long ago about uh, the idea that it's called Never Hike in the Snow. And we actually were lucky enough to have snow when we were filming it. Nice. Which made filming a bitch because we all had like (laughs) long johns on and and gloves and masks. And then when they say, okay, we're ready to shoot, we all had to act like we're used to the snow. And I'm a California (laughs) guy. I'm not used to the snow. So, So it had its challenges. But I I had a lot of fun reuniting with some of the older characters and meeting a bunch Mm. of new creative young filmmakers, which, you know, I support that. Right, Neil, you know that I have young writers and directors in my acting class. My acting class is called The Sport of Acting. It's in Burbank, uh, but we're on shutdown now. So I haven't been teaching for the last six weeks. Uh Uh, But we... uh, how did I get there? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what I do at uh, in my acting class to help my students and to help these other guys that I really admire is I ad- invite young filmmakers, whether they be directors or writers, mm-hmm. mostly it's that, to come in and sit there and watch, learn how to talk to actors, learn what's going on when an actor is being coached. Even if they don't learn anything, they're observing or they're watching me and how I teach and I'm very hands-on. I'm up on my feet. I don't sit in the third row with a pad in my lap. That's not my style. You know? <laughs> right. I don't say, oh, no, 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 you didn't have the correct diction or something <laughs> like that. I, I, uh, I'm really about action. My, my whole thing is, you know, acting is about action, acting. And uh, acting is about doing and there's always more to do. That's one of my phrases. So, do you, do, I'm like sorry. 
Do you subscribe to, um, I, I, I used to do some acting and I had a, a, a coach in, in drama in high school and he would make us do the warm up exercises with the whole ball of energy and passing it around to other people <laughs> yeah. and make us act like animals and run around, you know, on our height, on our fours, howling at the moon or whatever. And I like that guy. Do you, okay. I, <laughs> that, that never motivated me. Like that didn't help me ever. No. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. I didn't. I never understood. How about so, you? I don't, Caleb, you have any a, a acting experience? Uh, um, other than like wow, just you know home awesome. home movies? No, no. Okay, all right. Cool. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Are you up front <laughs> or behind the scenes? I'm usually yeah. behind the scenes. I like. I used to um work in costuming and theater. Okay, like oh, as a job. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So what I as an actor did is always date the costumer. That's what you got to do. You got yeah. the best clothes. They were always pressed and clean. Mm -hmm. And you always had something to do after the show. It was great. Perfect. So, Perfect. Show uh, the costumers some love. Yeah, I'm all for right. it. And so, they deserve it. Hey, Vinny, you have a question from the audience. Okay, go. Uh, what is your fave horror film? Well, I knew somebody was going to ask me that. Or, do you, I mean, or even a top five they're asking, if you can go that Yeah, far, I mean, that, that's really hard. And some of them, the fans might not even know because they're really oldies, like Rosemary's Baby. Uh, of course we know that. That's my favorite that's, movie. Okay, all right. Well, the, that's my favorite movie of all time. monstrously good films, like The Shining, still to this day. I know it's not a slasher, but that fucking music makes me so scared. My nails, you know, I get like... Bleh, bleh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm... I don't want to say what I'm not big on, but I did like, there's that one movie. What was it? Friday the 13th, part six. Yeah. Part six? Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's one of the most beloved in the franchise for a number of reasons and why the movie was so different. So let me just tick it off if I can remember. One of them is, is that it was one of, one of the first, if not the first movie, to use little kids. Uh, the other, mm -hmm. I don't know how well you remember it, and I, I don't know Very if I'm well. inspiring anybody yeah. to go back and see it, but it has no no uh, explicit sex in it. I mean, it's right. implied with the sex scene nope. in the trailer, but there's no nudity in it. No nudity. No. The only one without nudity. Yep. There's no F-bombs in the movie. I think a couple people say might say shit or something like that. Damn. But there's no foul language. So what do I got so far? Little kids, no foul language. No nudity. No, no sex. Or, or there's sex, but there's no sex. But Here's the other thing. First movie to have a, a bigger stunt, like all the other movies have oh, yeah. stunt. Yeah. Getting cut up and chopped up. But nobody ever flew a motorhome. Right. Off a ramp. That was amazing, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. That shot of Jason popping out of the top. Yep. Is fucking amazing. Well, that that whole movie. I will... Look, can you see my chills? Okay. Yeah, I've always said that 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 movie, uh, as far as Friday the Thirteenth films, clearly was the most um, polished and produced of the series. Right, and, and you just you can tell by the opening sequence, even with the whole way it starts, and then the credit sequence, the way it opens. Yeah, it's really well done. And I, you know, I agree with you. And I know, like one of our uh, um, our loyalists, Michael, that's his n number one favorite of the series is Part Six. Great. He dresses up as Jason from Part Six all the time. Oh, yeah, great. I yeah, great, I think great. that is a big fan favorite. I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, and I'm wondering, like, I, I met a lot of people, let's say, I don't want to categorize you all, because I know Neil is semi-ancient compared to you, youngster. <laughs> but it, there's an age range in there where a lot of people say, well, that's the movie that was out when I was eight or nine, whatever mm-hmm. age that your parents let you start watching horror movies at. Right. And, uh, I think that's why the fan base is so big, because it's kind of pre-millennial. But not, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, a wide, a very wide, broad-based audience for the movie. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, wait, and the other point about the movie, Neil, was first movie to have original songs by Alice Cooper. Oh, yeah. That's cool. The Man the Mask. Man I love it. The, the Man the Mask. Yeah. The Mask. Yes. some great stuff. And people love that. Yeah, And so, uh, and then recently, to show you how this carries, this is why I always say horror fans are the best fans in the world. You guys might Absolutely. know this. Absolutely. might know this. But I've done, what? I don't know, over 30, let's say 30 other movies, most of them studio movies. And just like Rick Colon, I had very good supporting roles in those movies. Nobody's ever asked me for a freaking autograph. Nobody's ever said, will you come to a convention for that movie? It's Mm -hmm. the horror fans. It's the actual fans that drive this genre. Yeah, that's why we're seeing such a high quality stuff being done now, Mm -hmm. you know, with Get Out and uh, uh, Hereditary. Yeah. 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 Midsommar. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, horror fans mm. are the best. We are the best. All these yeah, big name actors, really yeah, are. that are doing horror now. And there, yeah. and there's so many young directors that are no longer worried about being stigmatized. In the old days, they said, "Well, I can't get my feature done, you know, my my Chinatown, whatever." So I'm going <laughs> to do a, a horror movie, and, right. and they feel like bad about it. And now, right. 25 years later, we're still going to cons, and people are asking for. You know, sign my poster. Uh, that's that's a little bit of a thing with um, my wife had never gone to a con. Oh. So, so when she came to Tampa, people were lining up saying, I have this poster here with like 99 signatures on it, but I don't have yours. Oh. That's where yep. most of her signatures went into collectors who already had mine. I don't know where I met them before, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, yeah. So that was very, very cool. Two other points I want to make. Back to the Friday the 13th, part six. Everything you liked about that movie, I have to give hats off to the director, writer, Tom McLaughlin. He created that movie. Paramount said to him, we we don't know if we're going to continue the franchise unless we have something fresh. Mm -hmm. And that movie, because of the elements I had just described to you, was the freshest thing that had come out, and they gave it the go-ahead. And he was fantastic to work with. I mean, he's the one who let me improvise things like Into the Cage, Flash, and You Little Worm, and a lot of my classic (laughs) quips. He he encouraged that. And, you know, you don't get a lot of directors that want to encourage you to go off script. And so I will say that. Now. Yeah, that's cool. Back to Fry and uh, Never Hike in the Snow, one that okay. I am I am so anxious to see because yeah. some of the footage in it was just so great. 
That same producer, Vincente DeSanti, has a production company called Wam Stomp Films, and they're making other content as well. And one of the short films they made recently was a film uh, directed and written by a guy named Austin Bonang. Once again, I'm telling you, you're going to hear of these young directors coming up, and their first film is going to be a horror movie, and there's no more apologies for it. Right. And it's a very interesting movie called Pathosis. And it's basically what happens to people when they go off their meds, I guess. I don't know. But uh, my wife, Cindy, got a part in that. And uh, I won't give anything else away. (laughs) So she's in that, too. And you should be seeing that soon because it was at uh, Sundance last year. So they they should be releasing it somewhere. Ooh, that's exciting. When um, When does yours come out? Do we know? Well, no, we don't know because uh, this happened. You know, right now, I mean, the editor is in one city, I think, and the director is here in Los Angeles. And, you know, we're it's a little disjointed now because this uh, this pandemic happened. Yeah. And so moving forward with production is not something that's being done very much, if at all, not even with the major studios and all of the TV shows. Right. Except live TV shows like Bill Maher, he he does it now online. You know, he does it with this Zoom. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Uh, what? What is this? Uh, just something. Discord. It, yeah. Call it YouTube though. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, Vinny, uh, would you would you say that you are a character actor? Is that what you're classified as? Yeah. Okay. Without hesitation. Yes. Got it. So you've I mean, you've I, done you know. Uh, everyone who knows me knows that my favorite my favorite movie of all time of any genre is Heat from 1995. Right. And Vinny actually did the television version of Heat that came out prior. Right. That is. You played. Exactly right. Good. You memory. played Michael Chaharis. Right. No. Who, who'd you play? I played. Uh, no, I played uh, Cerrito. Cerrito. That's uh, right. You and played, that's the part yeah. that in the movie was played by Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Yeah. But so. Uh, I'm telling you, I still I saved that script uh, because when I I did get to read the Heat script, but they didn't want me. They wanted names. You know, that's why they got Val Kilmer, Tom Sizemore, Pacino, De Niro, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that script, word for word, every character is the same name. Word for word, the script is exactly the same. The only difference was their budget, you know. Uh, yeah. money to like, you know, we did a good TV movie. We had a great shootout in downtown LA. We blocked off two intersections. We had stores rigged with squibs. And when we do that bank robbery, the actual heist, uh uh I had a machine gun, an M5, an MP5 in my hand. And there was nothing coming out of it, but it, I was even impressed because as I was shooting, the windows were shattering and baked <laughs> liquor bottles were blowing up. It, it was just fantastic. Oh, that's um, cool. But it was really, really a good TV movie. You could check it out if you find it. Uh, and it's called L.A. Takedown. That's yeah. what it was. L.A. Yeah. Takedown. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Michael Mann cool. wrote, obviously wrote and directed that still, I'm assuming yeah, for you. Yeah, but he directed the one that I was in, too. Wrote it yeah, no, exactly, right. Nice, yeah. And, and he is, uh, he's, wow, he's an amazing director. But I'm glad you bring that up, Neil, because see what we're talking about here is, so who have I worked with? I'm not dropping names, peeps, forgive me. You know, horror <laughs> fans, I'm not a name drop. But for the purposes of context here, 
Michael Mann, Barry Levinson, Woody Allen, David Mamet, Gary Marshall, Ivan Reitman. These are all directors that I got to work with a long time. Yeah. And nobody ever calls me up and says, hey, well, I love that Barry Levinson movie you were in, which is it received awards and great reviews. <laughs> but nobody gives a shit. Only you guys. You. <laughs> That's what makes it all worth it. So we keep it right, alive. Shut up and let you ask questions. Sorry. No, you're doing great. You're doing I don't great. Want too much though, because you know. No. What's his name here? He wanted me to uh, have a, you know. Ah, here it is. Ne- Neil. Yeah. What's you his name? See what this is? This is what I call my mini Rita. So it's your mini Rita. Okay. Rim. One ice cube, a piece of lime, and I fill it with tequila. All right. Oh, I, okay. I approve. I've got Jack a and Coke. Mini Rita. Yeah. <laughs> sure. like the purple. No. Little mini Rita. Yeah. Uh, what else? Tell me. I mean, uh, I already talked about the points of what makes the Friday the 13th part six so special. I mean, it was just such a special experience. Uh, Vinny, your your nephew Carl uh, is on. He says hello. Hello from Baltimore. Hi, Carl from Uncle Hi, Vinny. Carl. How you doing? Wow, I didn't know he would be on. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Hopefully, hopefully he's still watching. We have a couple of other relatives on there that are just too shy to admit they know. Too shy to, yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question, Vinny, but it's unrelated to acting. Go ahead. Okay, what are your specialties since you're a chef? These, these magnanimous things you're making. Well, you know what? Of course, my last name's Guastaferro, so I started out cooking Italian food. Uh, and I'm, I'm damn good at it because what I make is genuine. And in this house, you know, we have this thing about, like, if I go to an Italian restaurant and I see pasta for $23, I want to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you. Buy a, a, a Thank you. $23 and... If you're creative in your kitchen, you could make almost anything. So I, I make a lot of Italian, but not all pastas. Some of them are like whole roasted branzinos, either barbecue mm. fish stuffed with fennel and garlic and onions. Uh, I, I do a thing called porchetta, which is a pork tenderloin rolled in. Get this. So fantastic. You take the pork tenderloin, you lay it down, you coat it with all of these herbs, nasty herbs, like good Italian herbs, and you roll it in pork belly, right? Yes. Roll it in pork belly, tie it up, and you, you roast that for three hours. And it comes out juicy, delicious, and fantastic. Uh, uh, and then, you know, over the years, I've gotten good at everything. I make monster ribs, great chicken wings. Uh, Wow. For Easter, we had a uh, prime rib roast, and I know how to, like a French chef, French it, they call it, where you fillet, get the shit away from the bones, so it all, <laughs> you can, I mean, I could go on and on. Two things I'm very passionate about, I would say, is, uh, well, that's three, no, that's four. Uh, <laughs> yeah, acting, cooking, eating, rock and roll. And movie watching. Love it. Those are, that's all, that's all of it. That's five. That's okay. Yeah. (laughs) We'll give you one for free. But yeah, I have a lot of specialties. Thank you for asking me because you know what? You know what? Some guy and I, we might have an idea here. Some guy wrote to me and he said, because he was following all my recipes, because I'm so nuts, I post pictures of what I cook on Facebook. Cute. 
it. And I know Facebook is considered ancient technology now, but uh, <laughs> I, I put the pictures up there and people were following. I mean, I got like something like 900, you know, comments and views over the last. I went on a like six day cooking spree and I got hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> and some guy said to me, why don't you start a from Rick Cologne's kitchen cooking show <laughs> yeah. instead of like Emerald uh, Agassi, where he used to say, what, bam, bam, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I love it. You make your own awesome And at the end, go. <laughs> yeah. Put it on YouTube. I yeah. love it. You yeah. need to well, do that, Betty. going to produce it for me, so we're, we're good. Wow. So, um, um, so Vinny, we actually have other <laughs> things oh, we talk shit. about You're on this show. Me off? Wait well, <laughs> Vinny, come back! I just what I'm wondering is, okay. what I'm wondering, I had talked to Sandra and Caleb briefly and asked them that if we went long, maybe we could bring you back next week if you were available and do a, just a whole Friday the 13th episode. Yeah, maybe. we have you on for the whole episode. Maybe we can do that. I just got to look at the shed and see. Got to look I'm at the the calendar and see. Yeah. Uh, what what? Oh, and the other thing I'm very proud of. I just wanted to say this. I have my acting class called Sport of Acting, yeah. but I also teach at the Ed Asner Family Center for uh, young adults on the autistic spectrum. Wow, and cool! It's wonderful for me. I have a class of eight people that are all on the spectrum to level, different levels, different degrees. Yeah. And uh, I do the same thing with them, Neil. I make them walk through fake jello and how <laughs> all, all that acting. Pass, 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 pass the energy, energy ball. man. Okay, my, cool. my voice is bouncing off a ceiling or in a tube. Or... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. Thank you for No, this. so Vinny. Five. Yeah, oh. uh, Vinny, Uncle uh, Aunt Betty is also on. I wanted you to know that. Aunt Betty says hello. Aunt Betty? That's, well, actually, she's called Aunt Betty to Carl, but she's my To Carl. Yes. Aunt Betty is a beautiful person. I love her, and I talk to her on the phone once a week. She's in Manhattan during this lockdown. Do you believe that? Ooh. Oh, oh man. Man. Be, be oh, Be safe, Aunt Betty. Yeah, be safe. So, Vinny, uh, check your schedule, and if you're available, we'd love to have you next week. We'll do a full Friday the 13th episode. We'll just talk about all the movies. Okay, all right, cool. But you will uh, contact me this week about that then. Sure. Okay, I'm hitting the hang-up button. Bye. Okay, bye. We love you, Vinny. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Vinny. That was awesome. Vinny's the best. I like Vinny more than I like you guys. I know. 100%. I would totally. 100%. I would totally, like... Yeah, just get rid of myself and put him in place of me if I could. So I think I like Vinny's I like you guys. His what? <laughs> cut out a little. Oh, I said I think I like Vinny's food more than I like you guys. Oh, I geez, was gonna yeah. say I should I should be on Vinny's cooking show because I hate cooking. And I'll just <laughs> and he can just yell at me about all the stuff I'm doing wrong. That would be awesome. And you also don't eat meat, so No, I don't. <laughs> 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 it's I mean, uh, hello it's it just wrote itself it just it did, wrote it, no it's yeah it's like a freaking sitcom it's like ready to go <laughs> yep come and knock on our door yeah exactly it's come yeah. come see Vinny and sandra cooking some food and like yeah exactly and sandra could be going like 
And I'll be like, Benito's. can we have some tofu instead of the pork belly thing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, man, that was a lot of fun. I, that was cool. I love Vinny. <laughs> I love Vinny too. So much good stuff. So, okay, Sandra. Yeah. What are we talking about next? Oh, we were, we were going to talk about the Gracie Strangler. And we still are. We're just going to run late. We're just going to, we're going to run late. Producer Scott tells me, don't worry about running late. Okay. We're going to run a little late. Yeah. So, I mean, why the heck not? You know what we want. There's it's no only rule. your back. I'm sure There's you're no in sure pain. Here. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> funny. You should mention that. No, we will get, we, we can do this. I have a little bit more in me. Do you? Are you sure? Yes. Okay. She paused. <laughs> I should have think about. She it. hella paused. Okay. Well, let's We're get dead. into it, and then she'll get. She'll just get. Right. She'll get taken away. <laughs> I have just enough. I have okay. just enough in me. So the greasy strangler. Start us off. <laughs> you want to know my opinion? Am I giving a synopsis? <laughs> no, just yeah. Start us off as you normally would. Okay. So. We watched a movie called The Greasy Strangler, which came out in 2018? 16. 16? 17 something, yeah. But most of us didn't watch it until at least a couple of years ago and recently. 2020. Been, yeah. <laughs> 2020. I, I saw a lot of people watching it in 2019. Yeah. It is a film about... There's loosely a plot. <laughs> Um, do you want me to read you my, my notes on it? Sure. Really quickly. So like, if you seen the spooky summer party episode of, uh, the cult show, this will be the same notes. I'm going to read it to you again off my phone. So forgive me if you've heard this before. (laughs) A bizarre alternate reality where the seventies never ended. It feels like a punishment more than a film, but I don't know what I'm being punished for. Soon, the Stockholm Syndrome takes effect and you find yourself laughing and then crying, all the while being disgusted to a level you didn't think was possible, and then begging other people to watch it so that you are no longer suffering alone. That's something I actually texted to Neil <laughs> upon the first time I watched it. In what, about the, what about the other stuff you put in there afterwards? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Oh, yeah. That was like, I hate this. you. I hate you so much. And then it was like, but wait, I want to watch this movie again. Oh, God damn you. I, I can't get it out of my head. But it was so funny. But I hate myself for thinking it was funny. Yeah. Yep. And uh, probably I, I, I hate you. No, I love you. No, I hate you. And it was probably like that. Some, it was something like that. But yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I, yeah, it was, it's a yeah, thin line watched, between love and hate. It is, <laughs> it is a bizarre, bizarre movie. Bizarre. Bizarre. It's an awkward movie. It's it's like in the in the vein of Napoleon Dynamite or Eagle versus Shark. Like it's just awkward, but it is. But amazing. But But amazingly so. Like you just you you watch it, you're thinking about it the entire next day. Yeah, when you're, you're trying to sleep. lines from it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I always tell people, like, I recommend you don't eat watching this movie. Or maybe before well, or maybe after it. Maybe never eat again. That's never bothered me, but, I mean, oh, it's, God. it's There's gross. Like, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Sure. I, I'm, I'm one of those people, like, when it's gr- gross things on screen, I can't, I can't eat. Ooh, can't do it. <laughs> it depends what it is. 
I mean, what the food now, is like, or the grossness on screen is. I had no problem at our watch party. I had no problem yeah. with food. When we were no, I, I wouldn't either. No. And I wouldn't no. either. I, <laughs> no, I, 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 I rewatched it again last night, and I was eating a no. chicken Caesar salad the entire time. So, oh my god, I don't, I don't want food in the same room as this movie. <laughs> it could get onto it somehow. It could absorb it through osmosis. I might not eat Jello. Maybe I'd stay away from Jello, but that's about it. I'd Tapioca Jello. Um, so one thing that really stands out in this movie is um, the the dad's penis. <laughs> Okay, uh, so 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 for those of you that haven't seen it, there's a lot of, kind of full frontal nudity, male and female, <laughs> male nudity. and female, yeah. But they are all yeah. wearing merkins, and <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of merkins. If you don't know what a merkin is, kids, Google it. You hope it's some kind of a prosthetic. That's all you hope. <laughs> I mean, it ha- It is. <laughs> it's really pointed. <laughs> And super long. All, all the men in this movie are not circumcised. <laughs> no. no, no, it's just, it's such a weird little world that they created. Brayden, he's the adult son of dad. Uh, what's dad's name? Big Ronnie. Ronnie. Big, Big Ronnie. Ronnie. Of course, I forget Big Ronnie. Um, How can you forget? And they lead a walking, a walking disco tour of disco hotspots. Um, and they wear the most amazing pink outfits. Uh, Brayden is matching, hero. matching, matching. outfits. I love yeah. Brayden. Brayden's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you mean Brayden? Uh, what was the name that Ricky Prickles calls him? Fatty Boom Boom. <laughs> oh, Ricky, Ricky Prickles Pringle. called me Fatty Boom Boom. <laughs> Ricky Prickles, and like I mean, it's just I, I'm sure a, a large part of this movie w- was improvised, but allegedly a lot of it's scripted, and you're just like who who. Like, yeah. who, and who thinks of a, a, a greasy, a greasy strangler? Like, who thinks of this? I don't know. This? This, this movie to me is like pure genius. I don't, I don't know how else to say it because it's. I mean, it is so odd and bizarre, and like you said, it creates this world. Uh, but it's like it's just so hysterical. But it, the movie is so well done. I mean, the production yeah. values are excellent. The music, oh, absolutely, is so understated but perfect the music for the movie. Is great, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like I watched it again last over the last two nights again. Yeah, and I'm still laughing at every single thing. They play I mean, it, it so straight. That's what that's yeah. part of what makes it like really brilliant comedy. Is like they they're not playing anything like for laughs. Like no, no, no it's just absolutely so, not. You know, and like all the, in their, all the takes that go on like way too long yeah yeah you know yes but it's amazing yeah. like that's after... the awkwardness yeah. <laughs> yeah it makes it uncomfortable and that's the yeah. point yeah that's yeah. the point it's to make you uncomfortable <laughs> to make it uncomfortable but yeah in the in the movie the characters are in this like really like melodramatic horror crime drama thriller and it's like <laughs> but but they're but they're not they're not <laughs> but they're not but they're not oh man it's hysterical Oh, it's so good. So what? It, I mean, it does go. Ugh, it's so gross. <laughs> so I, there's, there's a. So yeah, okay. So you've got Brayden, who's his son, who lives with his father, Big Ronnie. Big Ronnie Walking is constantly him. wanting greasy food. Brayden has to cook all the food for his son, and he's for his constantly dad. pissed for his dad. Sorry, Brayden has to cook yeah. for his dad, Big Ronnie. Big never Ronnie never greasy wants, enough. Never greasy enough. He always never wants greasy more enough. grease. More grease. And they walk around in their underwear the entire time they're home, and oh just their little skimpy underwears, if not naked. If we're lucky, they're in their gross underwear. Right. 
is that better or worse, actually? I don't know. I don't know either, but <laughs> I mean, it's uh, and then Braden uh, meets a meets a oh, they have a, a woman with them on one of their tours and they end yeah, up dating right. and then it just. I mean, Causes mass hysteria at that point. I know. I don't want to. And then causes a love triangle between the three of them. Yes. Yes. That classic father-son random woman love triangle (laughs) trope that we all know and love. Oh man. (laughs) Um. It's hysterical. It's. I mean, and then so there's a character that I love. My favorite character for some reason, Sandra can't stand. I don't. Oh, I hate him. No. I love Oinker. In his rented shoes. In his rented <laughs> shoes. I make them fabulous. Oh my god. I I cannot stand Oinker. He bothers me. He creeps me out. Oh my god, he doesn't bother. He, he walks me. around with a fake pig like a pig nose over his nose. And then he uh and he's got his little short shorts with his knees, his socks pulled up and his little Rented, uh, uh, it's, it's a woman. No, they're like flat. little flats. Yeah. It's a ballet flat okay. with a bow, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> that, he's, that he's renting. That he's renting, and he's like so <laughs> proud of it that he rented these women's shoes. <laughs> if it doesn't make sense to you, it's not supposed to. Don't don't feel lost in the conversation. It it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And then there's somebody, somebody, somebody going around strangling people. Yes. And killing them in other ways, but mostly strangulation. Mostly yes. strangling. Yeah. Uh, and that and the scene with Oinker is it's like my favorite scene, and it's also my my most hated scene because I love Oinker so much. But it's yeah. also the most disgusting scene in the movie. So I'm a I'm a big fan of the guy that works at the uh, drive-through car car wash place. Oh yeah, big big Paul. Big oh, Paul. Big Paul. Big Paul. Big Ron. Everybody's big. Yep. They're all big. Yeah. He is very funny. <laughs> it's very sad. Personally, for me, I like uh, the hot dog vendor. Yes. <laughs> yes, the vendor. Go to a vendor, Dad. Funny. I could lose my license. <laughs> so Sir, I could not do that. I could. I repeat, I could lose my license. Yeah, he's hysterical. There's also the three uh, guys who are on the tour at the hotel. That's one of the best parts of the movie oh, by yeah. far. Yeah, no yeah. question. There's so many good parts. Free drinks. Free drinks. We <laughs> demand free drinks. What do you say? He's like, what are they? Oh, I can't remember what they say. The, the Frick's drinks. He's like, nine or Nick's drinks or whatever. Yes. Like, and God, nuts. that scene goes on forever. It feels like 20 minutes of them arguing about whether or not free drinks were promised. Yes. It was in the oh brochure. God. It was in the it was brochure. In the brochure. <laughs> I mean, oh, you man. can't lie to people, Big Ronnie. Not on the disco walking tour. They uh, and, then just, <laughs> yeah. and then they have some lines they repeat over and over and over. Like, yeah. uh, of course, uh, for some reason, they <laughs> like to call each other on their bullshit. Yes. <laughs> so, Often. But they do it in a very specific way. <laughs> they do. Oh, my it God. Is, uh, it's endlessly quotable, this movie. It is endlessly yeah. quotable, and um, I remember like when you saw it the first time, Neil, because you saw it like a week or two before I did, and you yeah. were like, "Oh, like I don't know if you're gonna like it because it's offensive," and I was like, "Well, it's <laughs> offensive to like humans, like it's <laughs> offensive to like anybody with eyes and ears." Um, who, who are absorbing this media in any way and, and identify as a, as a human. Um, it's not specifically offensive to any uh, group or anything of people, except for just people in general. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a crime against humanity. <laughs> but it it's is, very but funny. 
Yeah. But in a funny way, yeah. It's... Oh, absolutely. It knows it is. It knows it is. So, like you said, this movie was, we talked about, was produced in part by, uh, the executive produced by Eliza Wood. Huge horror fan. Who's producing a bunch of stuff right now. He's yeah, awesome. huge horror fan. And Great his podcast, name's almost... too. Yeah. Yeah. And then we so said the guy who does one of the one of the owners of Alamo Draft House, Tim League, also. So it's got had some money behind it. And these people yeah. they saw the script or something, man, that you know, and just got behind it enough to, you know, yeah. make it happen. So right, because I believe it played it. at Sundance too. It Fantastic Fest for sure. Fanta- okay. Which is which is Alamo owned oh, festival. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's like but, Sundance's cool swinging cousin, right? Yeah, <laughs> like that's kind exactly. of the idea. Yeah. Yeah. You can do anything at Fantastic Fest. So for sure. But <laughs> you're right. Go? Some of those lines. Um, I love Brayden when he's just talking to his dad about uh, about Janet, his Brayden's girlfriend. He's uh, he's just like, you're a smoothie. <laughs> Go on to him about. <laughs> like you're a big smoothie. Like flirtatious. You're a big smoothie. <laughs> Swab, you're a big yeah, smoothie, you're a big yeah. smoothie. And he's not. I mean, and then dad a, wears no. his fantastic disco outfit <laughs> where he's got the crushed velvet with the see-through crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off his merkin. <laughs> Showing off. It's his peen. I'm going to call it his peen. I don't care what it's, you call it. It's meant to it's be. Ha- his... It's haunting. Yes. <laughs> it is haunting. It's his third leg, Scott says. Very good. Yes. Yeah. No. Big, Big Ronnie is a human tripod for sure. <laughs> God, it's nauseating just thinking about it. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's just very like purple and <laughs> pointed. Oh my god! Oh my god! And they're, <laughs> they're in the most depressing discotheque. Yes. <laughs> like, everywhere they go, every setting is like so depressing. Everything is it's, depressing. Oh my god! Oh, the discotheque just... though, drinking their fifteen dollar. Cream uh, drinks. Creamy cocktails. <laughs> creamy cocktails. The creamiest of cocktails. <laughs> yep. I don't want to ruin it, but my other funny part, my other favorite funny part, is um when Brayden is pitching that he is a novelist to Janet on a date. That's my other favorite part. Yes. Yeah. And like his concepts for, for his novels. Yes. Yeah. Well, and where like, they where each one goes. Very yeah, enough. so if you, if you haven't seen it, just wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Just wait for that. And think of me. <laughs> I also love it whenever he throws a fit. And, uh, when, yeah. <laughs> when Brayden throws a fit? When Brayden throws a fit. Yeah. <laughs> when he's shit scared? <laughs> well, when he's on the phone, when he runs into the street, any of those I'm shit parts. scared, Janet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have phone sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There, yeah, there's some great comedians in that movie. But how about Caleb's shirt? Yes. Oh, sorry. Hootie tootie, disco cutie. Yep. I just love, I love the way she says that too. Because they start, they, and this is one of those awkward moments where, for no reason, yep, exactly. She says hootie tootie, disco. They're just going on. It and becomes on, a chant and on, a, a taunt. It's a taunt. A mantra. <laughs> yeah. A chant. <laughs> you should like that, Sandra. It's kind of like a cult thing, almost. Oh, indefinitely. Like cult, yeah. <laughs> no, it it is. No, it is. There's just like you. You have to see this movie, and you will definitely have the "what the fuck did I just watch?" feelings. But yeah. I think I think most people do enjoy it and find it quite funny. Um, I don't know if Aunt Betty will like it. You might want to, Aunt Betty. We don't know <laughs> what you think know. about these movies, but it's so. It's so absurd. It's so absurd. It is absurd. Yeah, like my my wife will never watch it again. She didn't care for it. 
So, <laughs> and they're going to be those. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, yeah. you know, but producer I feel Scott doesn't know how he go feels with about it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> producer Scott pretends that he doesn't like it, but we all know he does. Oh, he I does. think he does a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He likes I think the, he t- the I think he tells, I think he tells you he just doesn't like it. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's secret- yeah. Yeah, he's secretly on the greasy strangler chat rooms and everything like you know <laughs> going on about everything. Oh so. my god. <laughs> I can totally see these like they look like old Yahoo like chat rooms. Oh no, I was gonna yeah. say, do they even do chat rooms anymore? <laughs> if if there is a chat room, get out. Get out of that. Don't <laughs> And when he gets a call on his landline, if someone says, someone says is Big Ronnie there? Then you know it's for Scott, so. Oh, my God. So, and oh, for those man. of you that haven't seen it, it's Prime. You cut out oh, completely. You cut out, Say bro. that again. Sorry. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, it is Prime, so you can watch it there. It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime, Caleb's trying to say. Yes. On Amazon Prime. Apparently, you can't say Amazon Prime Apparently on YouTube. Not. Yeah. YouTube cuts it out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's no, a great movie though. poster, too. Great movie poster. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. It's so funny. So funny. <laughs> this movie, I would say, is probably best experienced um, with uh, with friends, I would think, in a watching. I mean, Agreed. I did it alone. We all three of us did it alone, I guess, initially. But, yeah. And we all loved it. But when you do it with friends, it's just that much more fun, I think. Yes. Yeah. Like and, I, liked, um, I liked watching Scott's, you know, his facial fight. expressions when we were watching it. Poor so. Emma and Jonathan too. They were pretty. And your wife. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, the other best way to watch it is if you watch it alone is to then um, inflict it upon others. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's probably, that's probably the best way to view it. Awesome. Like, well, Betty says there, all excited. Give it a try. Betty, don't hold us accountable. We didn't make the movie. <laughs> We've warned you. We're just saying we really like it a lot, and we recommend it to everyone. <laughs> but but it's gross. Yeah, but, <laughs> but we're sick in the head. Disgusting so. and gross. Yeah, yes. we're depraved. You know yeah. what Lewis brought up? You know what? I finally got it. Lewis brought this up, uh, that it's he, he watched Pink Flamingo, so he can watch anything. So that's Fair. perfect. It's yes. like Napoleon Dynamite meets Pink Flamingos. Finally have yes. the pairing. We could never yeah. figure out what it was. It was, it was Napoleon Dynamite meets something. What, what is that something? Pink and flamingos. then and then you add in a dash of horror. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, it's hard to call that horror. But even yeah. the horror it's, is very like it's it's still very comical. <laughs> right. But it thinks it's yeah. it, a horror comedy, I guess. It's got yeah. eyeball horror. <laughs> yeah, there's well, I mean, there's like gross bodily things and murder. <laughs> gross bodily thing? <laughs> gross <Yes>. testicles. <laughs> There's a lot and the and the and the penis. <laughs> and the, yeah. This not. There's a lot. There's Anything lot you can think of. I did. I'm like I was immediately sucked back into it. I just had a flashback. <laughs> R.I.P. Anchor. R.I.P. <laughs> Oh, it's too much. All right. Great film. Amazon like Prime. Check it out. We love it. We love it. Uh, yeah. We, 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 go ahead. Sorry. No, no I was, we might be what's wrong with the world. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's what's the problem. Everybody needs to watch it. Or or people who do like it or, you know, what's causing the coronavirus. I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay. I see. 
it's a chicken or egg question. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I'm fair enough. What else? Do you guys have anything else you, you just got to say about Well, we don't, we're trying not to give it away. So it's not yeah. like, we just, you know, we're trying to kind of keep it. Um, Spoiler free. Yeah, tepid <laughs> for tepid. the audience so yeah. we don't give it away. This is all so bizarre. They're not going to remember any of it anyway. They're going to be like, those idiots were high. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And then they'll watch it and they'll be like, it's all true. Yeah, they're like, what are you? Yeah, exactly. But no, we're telling the truth. We're telling the truth. Okay. Um, no, I think that's about it without giving it away. Other than it's, just, it's a bizarre film. Go watch uh, it. And I love it. Two, call us in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send us a message telling us what you think. And how much you hate us for telling you to watch it. <laughs> no, how much you love us for introducing you to it. How about either way? All right. Yes. Either way. Caleb, how many times have you seen it? Was that your second time or have you watched it more? Uh, I've probably seen it uh, four times now. <laughs> Three or four times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So You've watched it, it by yourself several times. Several times, yeah. I like it that much. All right. I've seen it twice. Okay. I'm th- I think I'm three or four, too. I think that was probably my fourth, maybe, this last time. So, yeah. Okay. So, we like it. Yeah. We do. Nothing better than that. All right. So, I guess, what, for next week, we'll wait to hear back from Vinny, see if he's available. Or maybe, if not next week, sometime soon. Oh, exactly. If you can't, then we'll, we'll, we'll do it some other time. Absolutely. 100% correct, Sandra, as always. Some other cool. quarantine time. She is. <laughs> some other quarantine time. <laughs> Okay. Same quarantine time, same quarantine channel. That's it. So for anyone uh, who doesn't know, we have a cult show, which is actually, we also have our previously filmed shows that are um, a produced in a studio type of show where we actually are all together in, in one location. If you remember what that is like. Um, yeah, I remember gathering yeah. socially. Do you remember that? I'm having a hard I time. I don't. <laughs> so, you don't, you guys don't remember? It's already oh, gone. You guys, we used to have so much fun. <laughs> Did we? Uh, it was great. You mean you're not just like a flat thing on the screen that I, no, <laughs> that I can't touch? No, no, no. I'm like a real, I'm a, I'm a real boy. Yeah. You're a real like, you're a real thing. Boy. Okay. Yeah. With yeah. dimension and, and softness. And we all <laughs> used to talk and like you could reach out and like touch someone on the shoulder. It was great. You guys would have loved it. I, I went outside today to go get my mail, and someone was walking by, and I hissed at him. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of that, real quick, did you guys see there was this thing on the internet um, that talked about reflections of the virus, and it was like people are posting on whatever Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever um, about like musings, you know, and like some of them are like, um, I'm just gonna read you real quick a couple, please. Uh, that were like, um, oh, let's see some good ones. Uh, homeschooling is going well. Two students suspended f- for fighting and one teacher fired for drinking on the job. Fair. Fair, yeah. Um, this morning I saw a neighbor talking to her cat. It was obvi- obvious she thought her cat understood her. I came into my house and told the dog. We laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, as a cat person. Kind yeah, of I know, of... right? Like... <laughs> yep. And uh, I know, I know, ads. Neil's cats understand him. <laughs> they do. Yes, they absolutely understand me. You buy them their own groceries. <laughs> buy them their own groceries and or yeah, yeah. They drink, they eat my yogurt a lot too. Um, <laughs> this one's a classified ad. It says a single man with toilet paper seeks woman with hand sanitizer for a good clean fun. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! That's too punny for me. 
No, I like the others. Don't like that that's, one. That's no. anyway, gold. I'm, I'm misreading you. I'm misreading you musings from the internet. You're just the messenger. So I'm yeah. Don't hate me. I'm just the messenger. But I just thought some of those were fun. Yeah. <laughs> Personal ads, yeah, for the internet. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking today, like, okay, so now um, in California and other places, as of mm-hmm. today, actually, when we go outside, we all have to wear. Face covering now, right? Yeah, face covering. Um, and so I was, I was thinking like, oh, well, cool. It's like 1980 or 1880 again, where I can wear like a bandana, you know, tied around my neck or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I was just waiting for how soon is it before we have like coronavirus fashion coming out, where it's like sanitary and yeah (laughs) i would say it's already there you think so (laughs) yeah like um i love animal crossing i'm sure a lot of people watching also play animal crossing and you can already have little avatars little face masks for your (laughs) your little avatars to wear but i mean like beyond the face mask you know i mean i look i i am people that can sew I am not one of them can <laughs> can make cool face masks with a with a cool print or whatever. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. You had yours on earlier, and I said you looked like an old timey bank rapper. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ah, he looks like he's gonna rob your stage coach. <laughs> <laughs> I Watch out it. for Caleb with his pistol in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Steal the mail from the Pony Express. Right. <laughs> Wells Fargo's watching you, Caleb. They probably are. I'm just, <laughs> That's steal, nothing new for anyone. I'm going to steal your grandma's $5 paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Grandma. Oh. All right, y'all. Well, I hope you both have a great week. I don't get to ever touch you anymore or see you <laughs> with my own eyes in person but no hopefully someday soon i miss you guys and i miss scott our producer yeah the the voice in my ear i miss you guys i miss friends i miss friend time oh and and you know too that meme i think we've talked about this before but don't forget we got to save halloween do your diligence now so we can have halloween in october Please. Oh, okay. So stay inside yeah. now. You're so, so stay yeah, away from stay everyone. Inside. Do everything you're supposed to do now so we can okay. have Halloween. So we can have because Halloween. if like we lose Halloween again, <laughs> well, we've lost the world. That's a whole other thing. You have to contend <laughs> with the fires in October when those come around. So yeah, and um, it's just it's not. There's going to be hate crime. There's going to be hate crime. <laughs> And I'm officially wow. can I'm officially canceling Christmas. Christmas is fuck you. Who is she? I don't know her. <laughs> All right, guys. And so. on that note. <laughs> we don't have to be miming, they can still hear us. But we're really good. Neil's really good at miming. He learned that in acting class. <laughs> Neil, be a tree. Be a tree, be a tree. rock. <laughs> the culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.